Hey, 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 what's up fam? It's Tuesdays with Tawana. Welcome to another Tuesdays with Tawana. I am Rev T, Tawana T, your host and curator of this 30 minutes of just chopping it up, building one, building community one episode at a time. So come on in the room. So we can chop it up together. Um, if you are joining us for the first time, welcome, 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 welcome. Thank you for joining. If you are watching this on Facebook Live, then you'll know that if you uh, pop something in the comments, I'll read your comments. I love to insert your presence into this narrative and have a beautiful dialogue. If you are listening to this later on a podcast, because we do uh, tra- transform this from a vodcast to a podcast, you'll hear some some welcomes and some excitement when people pop into the room. So that's what you are hearing. My beloved Allison, I love you so much and miss you. Thank you for joining Yeah, we got a lot to talk about today in this less than 30 minutes that we have together. Today, I'm representing Harlem. You know, you know, I got to represent Harlem as much as I can. This wonderful sweater comes from Harlem Underground. Always grateful to Harlem Underground. I always, I try my very best when I'm in New York to hit up Harlem Underground and, and, and buy something, but you can also buy something online. Uh, Yeah, and represent Harlem, one of the most beautiful uh, places on the planet. Yeah, I'm a little biased about it. So yeah, so I do want to get started. Um, I do, we we do have a lot to talk about. Um, Before we get started, let me share this on the Tuesdays with Tawana page so that um, if the people are joining from there, they can... um, yeah, they can uh, they can they can join us on there as well. So as I am doing this and sharing this 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 video, um, just be mindful that it is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. I have the eight hundred number going across the ticker up top one eight hundred seven nine nine seven two three three or seven nine nine safe. So that if you are um, uh, in a domestic violence relationship, whether you are the one being abused or the, uh, the perpetrator, uh, call that number to get some guidance on how you can be safe, how you can be safe. That's most importantly, so you can live and live life more abundantly. Um, we'll talk a little bit about domestic violence, but we're also going to talk about current events and talk about what's going on in our world. So so let us get started. All right, we got the technology all together here. So hey Mother Carolyn, good to see ya. I um I was on um Facebook earlier today and a, a, a who I consider a dear friend, at least he's a dear friend in my head. I don't know how if he knows how much I just honor and adore him and who he represents and how he shows up in the world. But he was talking about, you know, how do people call um people mom who who's not their their mom, right? Like I my mom died when I was 23. Um so 
God has blessed me with many women who have become mother figures in my life. And just like we call uh, Maxine Waters, Auntie Maxine, I call those mothers, Mother Carolyn, for instance, who's on the line, Mama Lovey, um, Mama Carrie, uh, Mama Cheryl Sharif, may she rest in peace. So it's it's not to replace my mom because no one could ever replace my mom, but it's also to acknowledge the beautiful women that God has placed in my life. And unfortunately, I don't, my daddy is my daddy. I'm a daddy's girl. So I don't have anyone in my life that I'll call daddy or pop pop or papa, whatever. But I I love my mamas. I love my mamas. They take good care of me. They speak life into me. And then I have siblings, more siblings. I already have a lot of siblings, but then I have more siblings through my mothers in in ministry. And I am so grateful because they cover me and they keep me. So I want to just put that out there and just say thank you, Mother Carolyn, for just being an awesome force in my life since 2008. Can you believe it? since 2008. And and thank you to um, your family for sharing you with me. Sterling, thank you. That's my brother. Thank you so much, Sterling, Sterling, for sharing your mom with me. Hey, Julie, always good to see you. Thank you for shouting us out while you pop on to the broadcast. So, um, so yes, so it's Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and I, I posted Um, the Domestic Violence Hotline. It's also Breast Cancer Awareness Month so that, uh, you know, people who are are diagnosed have an opportunity to share stories and to bring awareness or to donate or to uh, just become aware that this disease may have one name and may have an overarching definition, but it happens differently in each person. Each person experiences something different. My experience is different from someone else's experience. There's someone out there who is not even capable of doing what I am doing today. And then there are others who are capable and then some. So we honor all of those people um, right now in in this space. And we offer community to you. Um, You don't have to walk at this alone. You do have beautiful advocates that are rooting for you and loving you. What's up, Jackie, in the building? Jackie, do me a favor, my pink sister. Just type in the comments the event that's coming up. Um, so that we can get some support and and some donations, and then I can then in turn share it uh, later. So uh, yeah, uh, my beloved friend Jackie is also a breast cancer survivor, and we are having an, an, an event where myself, Jackie, and another pink sister will be sharing our story. Um, so yeah, I, I would love to invite you to come, and it's also to raise much needed funds um, for her organization. And so, yeah, Jackie, if you can pop in that information and, oh, my Shiro and my inspiration, you are, takes one to no one, sis, takes one to no one. So, yeah, so let's, let's get it, let's get it popping. Let's, let's get it popping. I want to open with this quote, uh, from the, uh, <laughs> yes, Allison, and and you're my shero. We we've been rocking together for a minute and sharing stories and laughter and tears and everything in between. And I just love you dearly. And and who would have thought, you know, like racial justice work, 
it, it, it runs the gamut from tears to sorrow to happiness and joy, right? And I have built some wonderful friends, um, people who I truly consider my friends, and I don't take that lightly, like Julie and like Allison, um, who have been journeying with me, um, not only through this, uh, on this breast cancer journey, but also with racial justice and trying to address the ills of this society. So as I take a deep breath, the late Maya Angelou said, the love of the family, the love of one person can heal. It heals the scars left. It heals the scars left by a larger society, a massive, powerful society. And if, if I can paraphrase or sum up what I believe that quote is saying for me for such a time as this, is that if we continue to love, like I can love you and not rock with you. Full stop. And that is okay. I can love you and still rock with you and disagree with you. And I don't have to throw you away. I can love you and agree with you and rock with you. I mean, there's so many different um, ways to approach this thing called love, right? But as long as I walk away, or lo as long as I'm in the moment, as long as I am loving beyond measure, beyond situation and circumstance for me and my heart and my peace, yes, Coleman, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's the it's the love that is going to carry us through and beyond. It's going to be the love that heals. When I do this broadcast and I talk about building community one episode at a time, I am really talking about us coming together and healing together, sharing our stories, loving one another with unconditional positive regard. And then if it's not reciprocated or if you're causing me harm or if you're doing if because of your own ignorance or not knowing, then I'm, I, I, depending on the situation or circumstance, we might be able to have a conversation to build and to learn, or it might not be my role. It might not be my lot. It might not be my responsibility. So I'll just walk away, but I'll walk away with some semblance of peace in my heart, right? Thank you, Jackie, for um, posting candid conversations. Um, if you would take a look at that um, via Zoom. Um, yeah, if you need more information, it's Sunday the 17th from 1 to 3 Eastern time. If you need more information, just hit me up on Facebook and I'll be happy to share some more information. But this thing called love, right? It's, it's so big and yet it can be so small and so intimate and so beautiful and so wonderful. And it takes care of us. Love is this, this action, right, that covers us, that keeps us, that comforts us, that heals us, that's truth-telling, that's shocking, that is all of these things. And if we hold that in a container, my writing professor talks about, Elaine Gale talks about holding this space in a container. If we hold it in this beautiful container with these virtual walls, because we don't want to put love in a box, right, we want it to go out to the masses. We want it to be like a light that shines, your light that shines from your heart chakra, right? We want it to shine so that other people can see your light and also then um, light their own because it might be dim for a moment. Their light might be out and it takes light to then enlighten someone, 
right? So, so talk about enlightenment. Um, you can't believe everything that you read, right? So I want to talk about um, Jelani Day. I want to speak his name. If, if you don't know the story of Jelani Day, please look it up. Um, Jelani's mother released a statement today because there was a horrific story going around saying that um, it, it reminded us of Emmett Till. It was very triggering. Um, and, and many others, uh, Black folk, Black beloveds who, who were killed because of either the color of their skin or because of the color of their skin, right? No worries, Tammy. I'm glad you're here, my beautiful niece. Um, so Jelani Day's mom released a statement and she said that um, although the two autopsy reports, because they did a private autopsy as well, although there is conflicting information, his organs were not stolen, his, and everything else is just a bit graphic, but he, he it, although those things were not taken, her son did not jump in the water. So they need to investigate what happened to Jelani Day and find the people that murdered him. Um, so I just wanted to put that out there as, as a truth because I read an article, I thought it was the Chicago Sun, Sun Times and it was not the Chicago Sun Times. So I immediately took it down um, when I realized that it wasn't um, a reliable source, a reliable resource. But we honor Jelani Day, we honor his mom um, right now in this space and we're hoping that uh, justice will prevail. We, we always have that hope that justice will prevail when these things happen to us in the Black diaspora and beyond. Um, I want to read another quote um, that I saw, um, and this is kind of going into our theme for today, cancel this. So I'm mentioning domestic violence, breast cancer, Jelani. It's all going to come together in a moment. Ty Austin is in the building. What's up, my brother? Good to see you, fam. Um, it's all going to tie together. So y'all just journey with me. And if you have any thoughts or any comments or any questions, please feel free to post it in the comments. But this, this quote says, you can't change me, but what you can do is create a space for change. Lead by example toward change. Be a catalyst to change. So please don't judge me. Don't cast me out. Don't yell at me. Don't tell me I don't belong. Don't tell me I ain't worth it. I get enough of that every day. So I just need you to listen. Hey, Donald, I love you. I just need you to listen. And if we can all take that, I'll post this quote later. Um, unfortunately, I don't know where I got it from. I copied and pasted it and then lost the source of it. So um, I will post it and hopefully find the source of this quote. But we, sometimes this community, um, no, not our community. Well, yeah, our community too. We're quick to throw someone away when we don't agree. And when I was talking about love and I can love you and just not rock with you, but it doesn't mean that I have to throw you away. It doesn't mean that I have to totally dismiss you. That's very, that's white supremacist culture, right? That's, that's white supremacy culture. And let me talk about that for a moment, these systemic ills. One of the reasons why I do 
one of the many reasons why I do what I do. We talk about systemic ills and and systemic things that oppress us or historically oppress us or marginalize, marginalize us or dehumanize us and degrade us. And it reminds me somewhat of when when a person, you're sitting in a classroom and there's always that one person that's late, right? But the teacher, professor, whomever is always talking to the people on time saying that you got to be on time. I'm sick of people being late or it's unacceptable, but you're talking to the wrong people. You're not talking to the one person that keeps showing up late because they're not there to hear your grand announcement. So even sometimes we make these blanket statements. We make these blanket statements like cancel culture, cancel Dave Chappelle, get him off of Netflix, cancel this person, cancel that person, because they say things that might be harmful to you. Let me, I'm not gonna dismiss your, your harm. I, I sit with you in, in that healing space. When we were talking about love, I sit with you in that loving space so that we can come to a space of understanding where don't judge me, don't cast me out, don't yell at me, don't tell me I don't belong, don't tell me I ain't worth it. I get enough of that. I get enough of that at school. I get enough of that at work. I get enough of that in the grocery store. I get enough of that in church. I get enough of that walking down the street, jogging, playing in my grandmother's backyard, um, um, sleeping, uh, going to the store, buying Arizona and Skittles, driving. I get enough of that. So don't dismiss me. And then when you do try to dismiss me, this is what building community is all about. Hey, Christina, I'm so glad to see you. What's so amazing about community is when we begin to make noise against the status quo, and against those systemic ills that happen, we have an opportunity to address individuals that are a part of the collective. Hear me, please. Systemic ills are not created on their own. They're created by people. People, it's, it's enough people that are galvanizing, that are galvanized to form this system. So on the flip side of that, there is enough of us to go against the status quo. There's enough of us that'll say, nah, you're not going to cancel me today. There's no way. I'm too divine for that, too brilliant, too smart. And I got my village and my tribe and we're going to rock on and we're going to go against how you are trying to do voter suppression. We are going to stop what you are doing with reproductive injustice. We are going to stop what you are doing with the vaccine mandate, whether we mandate or not ban mandate or whatever. The point is, is that 700,000 people have died. I think it's 60,000 60, of them alone in the state of Texas. So you can't just arbitrarily cancel me because you think you have some power to cancel me. So things have changed. You know, we see a lot more diversity on the screen, a lot more journalists, screenwriters, movie stars, uh, wealth builders, investors. We see a lot of people of colors, specifically black people out there doing out there, going out there, doing their thing, making their presence known because it's inspiring to others, right? Some of our children, or like my grandson, he knew what it was to have a black president firsthand. And some of them, that's all they knew at the time for eight years was a black president, 
right? Not all of us can can say that after all the years that we had to deal with uh, racism and sexism right from the top, right from the commander in chief. So when we talk about cancel culture, I want to offer something to you um, on today. Um, a dear, dear friend of mine, um, he quoted something on Facebook. And yes, so I didn't want to say this quote without his his permission, and I, I got his permission. So um, Joshua Lazard and Christina, my people from the Interdenominational Theological Center in Atlanta, Georgia, Coleman, I see y'all, yeah. So Joshua Lazard posted a profound post about Dave Chappelle. And can you just rock with me for a minute? And can I just read it in its entirety? I was only going to read a snippet, but I think it's worth reading in its entirety as we talk about what we are going to cancel if we're going to cancel cancel anything, right? So he says this, America does not know what to do with a mostly free black man. And this includes all of us. I want to hold that some black thought leaders also place Dave in the category of being transphobic, the same as the elite media outlets that wasted no time publishing scathing takedowns and that's fine. What's not fine is the proof texting the brother, proof texting the brother as though this wasn't a masterful architecture of black comedy and the black prophetic tradition. Let me pause right there for a moment. See, one does as one knows, right? So proof texting, for those who are not preachers, um, is when you, a lot of preachers and, and pastors and leaders, they'll pull out a text and make it work to their beliefs, not looking at the context of the text or the Sitzum Laban or the story behind the text or what was going on in the community when this text was written, they just take out this one sentence to bash homosexuals or to silence women. And they'll take that out to go um, to work for their, their ulterior and maybe sometimes not ulterior motives, right? So that's when a proof text, they just take out this one thing and they run with it. He says, Dave was quite clear. His issue with white folk, his issue is with white folk. Everything else is subliminated. So we talk about this systemic ills, right? The systemic ills of over 400 years. We just celebrated Indigenous Peoples Day on yesterday. The first and the most marginalized, the genocide that has happened to our Indigenous beloveds, First Nation beloveds here in what we now know as America. And then enslaved, Black folk enslaved, and Indigenous people enslaved by Europeans, white people, systemic ills. If one thought this joke, his joke was about North Carolina bathroom law was problematic, then you missed the point, you missed him pointing out the absurdity that such a law was even passed. You got to see the closer with Dave Chappelle. If one thought his joke was about the baby was insensitive, then you missed his point about how the death and violence are socially acceptable when it comes to black men. No one was talking about canceling him because of what he said about the baby. 
no one is canceling him because of what he said about the bathrooms. But that one thing, we want to cancel him for speaking his truth and speaking his truth in a way that was even grappling right there before our, he was grappling with it right before our very eyes. Hey, Tony. Hey, Brother Larry. No worries. I'm glad you're here. He was grappling with it and teaching us at the same time. But yet we want to throw his entire being away because we proof texted, proof texted his entire skit. We pulled out that one thing instead of coming back and saying, I don't agree. And this is why. That is false power and control. And that is a narrative that is designed to keep us silent, to, keep, to cancel us as human beings. We have been dehumanized for years and years and years. So it's nothing for someone to say, cancel him. I don't like what he said. Let's get rid of him. He said, look, Dave has come a long way from his disuse of the word trannies to getting his pronouns right. Does he still have a way to go? Sure. I'm not convinced he understands the difference between one's gender and one's sex. At this point, Dave is doing a TED Talk as a Black comedian. And let me skip down to the end. Given the, flat, given the fact that Jacqueline Moore, the white showrunner for Dear White People says she'll never work with Netflix again unless they cancel Dave Chappelle proves his point concerning the baby. Because no one was threatening to cancel Dave over Clifford, the big black nigga. No one was screaming about canceling him because of that. No, we pick and choose. So beloved, what I'm offering to you today, yeah, this cancel culture is sickening and it's very problematic. Yes, Christina, it's very problematic because you want to, can when you cancel my culture, you are canceling me as a human being because a culture is a part of who I am, how I live, how I engage in community, how we share the same foods and music and desires and loves and we dance and we sing and we cry and we mourn and we grieve and we do it all together in culture and in community. So when you cancel culture, you're can trying to cancel me. So let's cancel this. Why don't we cancel the 41% morbidity rate of black women who are diagnosed with breast cancer when they are diagnosed less often than white women? Why don't we cancel the fact that domestic violence rates have risen exponentially during COVID and no one's saying anything about it? How about we cancel the NFL who not only wears pink, for breast cancer awareness because it's cute. But now all of a sudden, because mental wellness is the thing now, now they wanna talk about that, but still avoiding the fact that they are the biggest perpetrators of domestic violence publicly, collectively, that we know about. Let us cancel the fact that PG County and other counties that are black, well-to-do counties have the poorest educational rates. And their schools suck, but they pay the highest taxes. Where are they, where's the money going? How about we cancel that? How about we cancel the fact that someone like Jelani Day gets no press 
No, we don't talk about his life because his life is not valued to the dominant white supremacist culture. But yet we'll chase a, a we'll we'll chase down the 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 murder the murderer of a white woman. And not to say that her life is valued any less, but if we want to talk about equality, excuse me, if we want to talk about equity, because I don't want to be equal. This is not one in the same. I am not the same as you. I wasn't brought up the same as someone else. But equitable treatment, justice, this e building an egalitarian system, why don't we cancel the fact that I live, where I live is in a county. In the city, the crime rate is ridiculous. Why? Because it's predominantly black people. What is being done about that? Christina said, disagreeing with someone or their lifestyle does not equate to a phobia. I can disagree with you and still move on in love. I can disagree with you and invite you into a conversation, into a space that this quote says, let us create a space where we can build communication. Let's create a space where we can lead by example for change. Let us create a space where we can have conversations, but the elitists, the supremacists, the white people, the racists, they don't wanna create that space because they feel that they are going to lose something in the midst of creating that space because they got it unjustly. They got it on our backs. They got it by murdering us. They got it by raping us. They got it by dehumanizing us. They got it by using us in these clinical trials. They got it by H. Henrietta Lacks cells. They got it by ill means. So you think they're easily just going to give it up? So when we build community, when we have these moments to build community, we are building community so that we can fight against the status quo. And the status quo is quite dehumanizing. It's quite degrading and demeaning and downright disrespectful. So you want to cancel something? Let's cancel all of those aforementioned things because those are things that impact me as a person, as a human being. I am a human being first. I am a human being first. Then I'm a black woman who's a human being. And I'm a black mother who's a black woman who's a human being. I'm a black community leader, advocate, activist, Curator of Tuesdays with Tawana, Black mother, Black grandmother, Black woman, human. I'm that and then some. And you can't just cancel me like that. As a matter of fact, I'm not even going to give you the power to cancel me like that. That's why Dave Chappelle's show is not being canceled off of Netflix. Let's cancel what happened January 6th. Let's cancel what happened the last four years when our own president said, grab him by the private parts. Let's cancel that. Let's cancel when he was telling people to take drugs and drink Clorox and all of that and adding to the 700,000 people that died due to COVID-19. COVID-19, meaning it started in the year of 2019. They knew this was coming, but see, it doesn't impact those who have as much as it impacts those who have not. 
Not everybody has health coverage. Why? We can't afford it. Not everybody and those who have health coverage can't even afford to go to the doctor when they're sick. They can only afford to go to wellness visits because they're free. Let's cancel that. Let's cancel the fact that I had to go to the pharmacy the other day and spend almost $200 for blood thinners that I must take. I don't have a choice in the matter because I have a DVT, because I have a port in my arm and it caused a blood clot. So they have to keep me on blood thinners to keep me alive. $200. And I can't, I'm unable to work right now. You know why I'm unable to work? Because it took me 15 minutes to remember the name of the person who posted this post by the name of Joshua Uppity Negro Lazard because I couldn't remember. It took me forever to finish my dissertation because I had to take two medical leaves and then come back and pay my own tuition while I am not working because I'm unable to work because of the fatigue and the neuropathy and the muscle spasm and the scar tissue and all the other things that come along as side effects with, with cancer. I had to learn to deal with my triggers during this month because I'm a domestic violence survivor. So not that I ignore all things domestic violence, but I had to learn how to deal with my triggers, learn what will give me peace. How can I then heal someone else or create a space, excuse me, to heal with someone else when I'm doing my own healing? Because it doesn't just go away. When you leave a domestic violence relationship, it's just the beginning. Let's cancel that. Let's cancel all of those things. We're not gonna cancel culture. You're not about to cancel me. You're not about to cancel all of this and all of my beautiful beloveds on this line who show up unapologetically just how they are with their hair straight, locks, whatever, with their clothing, with their food, the foods, whatever, the music we dance to. When, when, when Alice Walker created the term womanism, a part of the definition is about loving fiercely and being able to dance and to love somebody else, especially a woman, and it has nothing to do with sexuality. It's talking about loving beyond measure and being able to move through this life like no one has ever experienced before. Because they don't know us. No one's, they're not trying to get to know us because we're all about community. We're all about taking care of one another. We're not on this individualistic track. We're not on this power hoarding track. We're not on this either or. We're a both and kind of people. Both and. We can do this and that. So I can still love you and disagree with you. I can love you and disagree with you and not rock with you anymore and still be at peace and hope the same peace for you. So if we're gonna cancel anything today, <laughs> if we're gonna cancel anything, let us cancel that which is trying to kill us. For every day, something has tried to kill us and has failed. Won't you come and celebrate with me that we are here, we are alive, we are building community and things will change, but we gotta speak up. And it's not about one person speaking up, it's about a community speaking up and speaking out and fighting against them taking away our voting rights, fighting against the George uh, Floyd um, uh, police policing law that they did pass or didn't pass or they want to don't want to pass. I can't even keep up 
at this point in time. When we talk about defunding the police, we're talking about canceling a culture that was built to kill people from the beginning, to dehumanize people, to maim people, to have this power, this false power and control. That's what we want to cancel. Because that's the intent behind policing due to history. Read the history. So you want to cancel anything? Cancel that which is trying to dehumanize us. So Dave Chappelle, I'm rocking with you. I appreciate you coming out and just grappling with us and teaching us a whole lot. I laughed. I cried. I did the, you know, okay, little sideways, all of that. But I took him for who he is, a human being, a comedian, a husband who is speaking his truth and grappling right before us. And if, if, if he is transphobic, that story he told about his friend didn't sound so transphobic to me. I won't blow it because some of you may not have seen it. Hey, Day Day in the building. Yes, let me read some of these comments real quick before we go. Um, Day Day, yeah, agreeing, both and kind of people. Christina said, and it's so sad that so many of our sisters side with feminism and not womanism when we are marginalized by the former. Feminism wasn't designed for us. So we created black feminism, but guess what? We took the teachings out of feminism to create black feminism and we've come a long way. I, I rock with the black feminists. I, listen, the Kimberly Crenshaws of the world, the Brittany Coopers of the world who proclaim that they are black feminists, uh, the Bell Hooks of the world who claim she's a feminist. Listen, I rock with black women. I'm not throwing black women away because they're you know, choosing to identify with something and take something out of it. But I am a womanist at heart, the ITC, rolling with people like Dr. Melva Sampson and Dr. Jacqueline Grant and Dr. Carolyn McCrary and Dr. the late Dr. Katie Geneva Kent. Come on, somebody. I had those people around me, like around me, learning from them. So womanism is about centering the black woman without decentering anybody else. If that's not liberating, I don't know what is. So I can be a womanist and still love my brother and still lift him up as we climb. I can be a womanist and love my black self and all of that comes along with this. The joy, the sorrow, the attitude, the pissing somebody off, the whatever it is, people trying to throw me away, people disrespecting me or dismissing me, but I still show up unapologetically as a beautiful black divine woman who is here to speak truth to power because I have to leave this world to my children and to my grandson and hopefully to my great-grandchildren and others. Womanism is about knowing who I am as a black woman and honoring who you are. So beloved, as we close this moment of community building, just remember, you know, if we're gonna cancel anything, let us cancel the nonsense that is happening with domestic violence and with breast cancer, with black women. Let us cancel what's happening in our education system and the gang violence. 
We're going to cancel anything. Let us cancel them trying to take away our voting rights and making it much difficult for us and taking us back 50 years. If we're going to cancel anything, let's cancel the thing that which is dehumanizing us. Let us not cancel each other as human beings because we always have an opportunity to create a space in love. Because as Maya Angelou said, love heals. Love creates a space for us to heal together. I thank you for rocking with me. Angela is in the building. I love you. Yes, Day Day, rocking with Dave Chappelle. Davika, yes, you are a womanist, beloved. The Reverend Amber Jackson is, Reverend Dr. Amber Jackson is in the building today. Oh, I love you more. I love you more. I love you more. Quante is in the building. Beautiful Reverend Quante. Listen, listen. I love y'all to the moon and beyond. And until next week, thank you for rocking with Tuesdays with Tawana. I hope to see you on next Tuesday. I love you dearly. Brother, I love you, beautiful black man. You are that you are. So as much as you recognize this black woman and her power, I recognize the beauty and the power and the love and the sacrifice that's in you and in all the other brothers that are on this line that I love so, so much. All right. I'm out, y'all. I'm out. Peace. Take care of you. Wear your mask. Get vaccinated if you can. Wash your hands. Stay safe and give me six feet. All right. Later.